You're listening to You've Got This, episode 88. Welcome to You've Got This, a weekly podcast for higher education professionals looking to increase their confidence and capacity for juggling the day-to-day demands of an academic life. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Linder. As an avid reader and writer, I'm thrilled that this episode of You've Got This is sponsored by Stylus Publishing, a leading independent U.S. publisher that focuses on books for teachers, administrators, and policymakers in higher education. YGT listeners receive a 20% off discount for all books purchased through the Stylus website at www.styluspub.com using code YGT20. So make sure to check out their catalog to see if you can find your next great read. On this episode, I'm offering a book review of A Guide for Leaders in Higher Education, Core Concepts, Competencies, and Tools. And this is by um, Ruben DeLisi and I think Gigliotti, maybe Gigliotti. Um, I apologize if I'm mispronouncing your name. And I get questions actually quite a bit about leadership in higher education and how to learn more. And I actually just responded to this the other day by sending um, someone kind of a list of things that I thought could be good for them to check out. And this book is at the top of my list. If you are trying to figure out leadership in higher education, um, this is one of the more comprehensive guides that I've seen. So I want to talk a little bit about um, what the different components are that I find especially helpful But I think it's useful to know um, this is a book that is 2017 release, so it's relatively new. Um, So if you haven't seen it yet, that may be why. And one of the things that I really like about this book, maybe the top thing, is that it emphasizes leadership as a journey and not a destination. So it talks a lot about the differences between um, leadership and management. It talks about how to help kind of leaders plan for changes that might be coming in higher education, how they need to enhance their own professional development. Um, It talks about leadership as being complicated and having lots of complexities. So there's just this very kind of real and genuine component to this book. And um, I feel like it's one of those books where it's like a wise colleague who's coming alongside you and sharing what they've learned over time and through experience. Um, And those are my favorite kinds of books because they're honest and they're not just saying, you know, here's kind of the five-step way to become a good leader. You know, they're, they're actually getting down into kind of the nitty gritty of what it means. So I felt like this book was good content But it was also more than content because it's really a guide, um, like the title says, to help you kind of plan for leadership in times of change and what that means. So um, the organization of the book, chapters all start with a list of questions that are addressed in each chapter, which I really loved how that um, was organized. And then they end with a for, for further consideration section that has additional resources for a deeper dive. So if in that topic of that chapter, you find something that's really interesting to you, there's a way to kind of go deeper with um, what the authors recommend. And then the book also has a bunch of tools in the appendices um, that I also found to be really kind of representative and indicative of, of what the book is including. The first tool is an intercultural communication behavior scale. And um, the tools I should also mention are also very focused on self-assessment, which is another thing I love about this book. It wants you to look at yourself and say, where are your strengths? Where are the areas that you really want to develop more? 
And one of the areas it talks about is intercultural communication and also kind of this awareness of um, diversity and inclusion and what does that mean for you as a leader. So all of those things are kind of um, checking off the boxes of things that I think are really important. There's also a leadership competency scorecard in the appendices, um, some change planning worksheets, which, I mean, if you know me at all, you know that I love worksheets, um, and also a snapshot of signature leadership programs at different institutions. So if you wanted to go through a program, then um, you could potentially learn about different ones that are available to you. And I've gone through at least one of these programs. I went through the HERS Leadership Program, which is an ACE program for women who are interested in um, moving up in higher education. And I went through that several years ago and have encouraged other women I know to go through it over time. So um, I definitely think that this text is a nice um, kind of supplement or dovetail to those programs as well, just because of the breadth of what it covers. Um, so just to give you a sense of kind of the organization of this book, you might hear me turning some pages here because I'm getting to the, the table of contents. The book is broken up into uh, four main parts. The first one is Leadership in Higher Education, A Critical Need in a Complex and Challenging Landscape. And this is a, a section that's really defining what leadership is and also talking about um, leadership development and context and also just giving you a rundown of higher ed landscape. So talking about um, colleges and universities and how they run kind of on mission-driven um, structures and talking about different stakeholders in higher education. So just giving you kind of a, a basic um, landscape and foundation. The second part is called Leadership Concepts and Competencies. And this is where you start to get into some of the kind of um, campus culture and intercultural, uh, what they call tensions and challenges. Um, and then there's also this chapter, and this is one of my favorites actually, called The Challenging Transition from Pilot to Air Traffic Controller. The subtitle is Leadership in the Crowded Skies. And um, this is a chapter that I really enjoyed because I feel like one of the most difficult transitions someone can make into leadership is leaving behind in some ways the ingrained traits and skills that you have used for maybe years or decades that you're not really being asked to use anymore. And it doesn't mean they're not going to inform what it means for you to be as a leader, but it does mean that you have to kind of let some things go to embrace new mindsets. Um, and I think a good example of this is sometimes when faculty transition into administrative roles and they're like central roles for an institution, they really struggle to leave their disciplinary mindset behind. And um, it creates a bias in them toward certain parts of the university um, and, and a good bias because they, they feel strongly about a certain kind of disciplinary standpoint. But um, when you move into those centralized roles, you really have to be able to talk with people from across disciplines, and you really need to have an awareness of the contributions that all the disciplines make to the university. And um, as I've talked with people who want to shift into administrative roles, this is one of the hardest things that I think, you know, especially people who've been trained deeply within a discipline struggle with is not necessarily leaving it behind completely, but definitely embracing a broader um, understanding of what it means for a university to function outside of kind of the um, smaller microcosm of the department level. So the, the third um, area of this book is applied tools for leadership and organizational effectiveness. And this is when they're starting to focus on things like communication, strategic planning, 
um, using metrics to track progress. Um, and there's a, a specific chapter on crisis leadership, which unfortunately, I think, you know, we all could read um, in terms of just a lot of things that we're dealing with in higher education right now. Um, and then the fourth part is on leadership development models. And this is kind of the final um, section of the book. And it talks about different approaches and characteristics and programs to leadership development for people who are interested in that. And then, of course, the appendix, which I already mentioned. Um, so this book overlapped with a lot of things that I believe about leadership um, and what leaders need to be in order to be successful. So some of the themes um, that kind of run throughout this book is um, leaders need to be nimble. They need to be flexible. They need to be ready to respond to a range of different issues and even to like code switch throughout the day as they're meeting with different people, as they're working with different groups. Um, they need to be very nimble. So this is something that the book really recognizes. Also that um, leaders need to embrace and celebrate differences. And whenever I read a leadership book, I'm always looking for that. I'm always wanting to know, are they kind of acknowledging the fact that leaders are in a really complicated position of having to work with a huge range of constituents and they need to be able to kind of recognize and celebrate the differences between those groups, not to hide from them, you know, not to kind of sweep them under the rug um, and not to be um, biased toward a certain group or another group. And it's a really challenging position to be in. And some leadership books just don't address it. So this one does. And I was really happy to see that. Um, also, that leaders need to communicate well. <laughs> this is a huge part of being a good leader is communicating consistently and being able to communicate in lots of different ways um, through lots of different mediums to different groups. And um, there's several chapters that focus on that effective communication in this book. So was happy to see that as well. And then the last theme I think I saw running through this book um, that, of course, as someone who focuses a lot of my career on professional development, um, is that leaders need to self-assess their skills and their knowledge and engage in intentional professional development. And um, that's something I've always sought out in my own career. As you know, I'm, I'm going through a coaching certification right now, um, and that's part of that journey for me. But I think that once you start kind of this pathway into leadership, it really isn't a destination that you just get to and you stop. It's a constant learning experience of trying to figure out how you can be better and how you can serve the people that um, you're leading in the best ways possible. So this is absolutely a book that I would recommend. I think it's comprehensive. I think that it's very wise in terms of the topics and how they're approached by the authors. And again, this is a guide for leaders in higher education, core concepts, competencies, and tools. I will link to it in the show notes. Um, and of course, we're going to give away a few copies this month. So um, what we would like you to do is use the hashtag YGT giveaway, and you can use this on um, various social media platforms. It's always helpful if you tag at Stylus Pub so that they know or they're aware or tag me if I am on that platform. I'm currently on Twitter and Instagram. And what we would like you to tell us is the questions that you have about leadership. So post your question about leadership, tag it with YGT giveaway, and do this by the end of the month. So as I record this, that would be the end of March 31st, 2018. And we'll um, tell you who won the giveaway at the beginning of April. So, of course, remember that if you do not win the giveaway or if this is a book that you want to purchase for your personal library, you can always use um, the code YGT20 on the Stylus website to get a 20% off discount on any books that you might want to buy there. 
Thanks so much for checking in with this week's episode. I'm Katie Linder. I'll be back next week with another one. Show notes and transcripts for each episode of You've Got This can be found at ygtforyouvegotthispodcast.com. That's ygtpodcast.com. Don't forget that if you're looking for a good book, this episode of You've Got This is sponsored by Stylus Publishing. YGT listeners receive a 20% off discount for books purchased through the Stylus website at www.styluspub.com using code YGT20. To comment on today's show, suggest a topic for me to discuss, or ask a question that could be featured in a future episode, connect with me on Twitter at katie__linder or at YGT underscore podcast, or by emailing feedback at ygtpodcast.com. You can also hear from me each week on the Research in Action podcast available on iTunes and SoundCloud, and through my newsletter, The Academic Creative. Subscribe to this newsletter at katielinder.work to receive an essay focused on topics like productivity, resilience, and what it means to be a creative academic delivered directly to your inbox each week. If you find that you've got this podcast to be a helpful resource, please consider leaving the show a review in iTunes. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And tell your friends and colleagues. The best promotion for the show is definitely word of mouth. If you want to learn more about my work and projects or how to hire me as a consultant, workshop facilitator, or speaker, visit my website, katielinder.work. Thanks for listening.